Good morning. Good morning. What's your... up? Um, you know what? I still other am. Than, other than the sky. Yes. What is up the sky? That is sun's, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> you are um you're just full of fresh and new um, I am. sayings. Let's see I what, try really hard. I try really hard to, you to know, come up with those things. To flow with it to flow with the stuff that's on fleek. Yes. What? Oh no, no, no. What? no. Yes, I'm savage, baby. I'm savage. Oh my god. <laughs> What? what? We're barely even starting this conversation, and you've already I've broken oh, several Caucasian cardinal rules of Caucasianity, huh? You have, yeah. Yeah. So we were at a uh, awards ceremony today for the fourth graders, and so I've got I'm sitting with some of the family members of Stevie Kate's basketball team, and there's a a, a little girl that's probably four. And uh-huh. she always is kind of like, she's cool with everybody, friends with everybody. And so she's behind me. And uh, I picked a cockroach up and I'm like, I'm going to put it on you, like joking. And um, and then she's poking at me and going, you're slimy. You're grimy. You're slimy the whole time. <laughs> and um, and so I, I turned around at one point and said, I am not. I am savage. And uh, all the girls Stevie Kate and her friends was just like rolled their eyes like oh I was my just gosh. about to say and everybody rolled their eyes that's horrible yeah so that is horrible. that's my job that's my job if I say if you're dropping the kids off and you are not blaring some music every once in a while then uh, you're missing out missing yeah I mean out. You, have to, you have to embarrass them every now and then yeah, that's that's my philosophy that's how I rose that's it. Thankfully, That's... thankfully, my kid doesn't really get embarrassed by me yet. He still thinks he's still he's still young enough to think that I'm, you know, the bee's knees. So That's uh, he just doesn't know well enough. And you just you're jacking with me about some of my phrases, and you just said the bee's knees. All righty. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you so go. I'm not trying to, to be cool. To, you to all of our male listeners out there, that is the double standard that we have to deal with with women in modern America. Yep. We can be now cool. Now I'm rolling my eyes. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, did you have a good day? I did. I did. I participated in school activities today with my kindergartner. I saw that. If, had, if... Um, yeah, they had water day, what they call water yes. day, and they set up the whole um, par- the whole parking lot of the school with water slides and different activities that entail getting wet. It was like awesome. Water water guns, water balloons. Yes. Um, they had they had this really cool thing. Well, it's kind of cool, kind of savage, as you called, would say. Called uh, water. No, um, a foam pit, and yeah. so it was like a you know big big giant pit full of foam right. and um the kids thought that they could like run and jump like you know you <laughs> they were thinking like oh i'll just run so, and jump and land on the foam but no you land yeah. like but you land in the parking lot can, can i because can i interrupt so, real quick so yeah so we um we watched it the girls and i watched your snap and so uh-huh. i would encourage y'all if y'all want to enjoy some kids doing fun kid stuff and samantha uses all the little tricks and stuff I don't know how to do the boomerang thing on Snap. You need to show me, by the way. 
I get, is that on Snap also, right? No, you have to yeah. do it in a separate in, app. And Instagram then... and then, okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we're watching, and I had already seen earlier where Caleb's in the foam pit, and he's like, yeah. yay, yay. And then, <laughs> so that for, for those of you that don't have Snapchat or don't, don't, haven't seen it, it's like, I don't know, three foot tall, the foam is, and this big kind of uh, blow up thing. And it's cool looking, you know, you can tell it's yeah. foam. It looks like a cloud or something. Anyway, he's like, la, 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 la. And then boom, he's gone. And he just, <laughs> he slips and just goes away. Yeah. And uh, so, but that was the girls were yeah, um, when they were, yeah, that. when they were getting, when they were getting in, like, so we, well, so the, there were eighth graders that were kind of like, um, chaperoning the little the kindergartners today and right. so they were that was helpful because otherwise the moms would have had to do all the water slides and stuff so it yeah. was nice to have the eighth graders there to help them but um so the eighth graders were like okay we need to count all how many kindergartners we have before we get into the foam because once we get in there we won't be able to see them because the foam is taller than the taller than sure. the kids sure. and so anyway they all the kids were going in one by one and like i said they all kind of Oh, we'll just jump in like and land on a cloud. No, nope. you jump in and you go not straight. A, yeah. <laughs> not a bouncy house underneath it. It was yeah. it was just the uh, asphalt of the parking lot or the concrete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was fun. Caleb enjoyed it, and um, it was over by twelve. We were done by twelve thirty, and then went into the went into the school and got everybody changed. And I will add a new pet peeve to my list. Well, yes. I always, I've always known that it was a pet peeve of mine, yes. Yes. but it was reminded today of changing kit wet you know, like changing kids out of wet swimsuits and trying to put on their dry clothes when they're still like halfway damp. Oh, right. And then you make it like you have, not only you're doing your own kid, but it's like all of Yeah. The they have at that point, and, you're everybody's uh, mom. Like at that point, it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, can yeah, you yeah, do yeah. this? And you got little kids probably, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah. that shouldn't be dropping trowel. And I mean, that are doing <laughs> well, and so, so yeah, I had to help. So Caleb's class has um, only two girls, and then the rest are boys. And um, the both of the girls' moms came to help today, and I was the only mom on the boys' side. And uh, <laughs> I had to, so I had to go into the boys' restroom and help them, you know, get dressed or whatever. Well, he goes to a private school, so they wear uniform, and so they they had like strict rules that they had to once water day was over, you had to put your uniform back on. So that means like button shirts, tucked in shirts, socks, shoes, you know, the whole thing and trying to get like, just trying to get their underwear, helping with their underwear when they're like kind of damp. Oh my God. Oh, there's, there's so many reasons why I'm not a teacher. Were were you verklempt? Do what? Were you verklempt? Were you like, oh, this is too much. Yeah. It was too much. We need to stop. There's too many wet little raisined up feet and yeah trying to put other socks on body like, parts like i got one hand boo like i can barely put my own socks on. <laughs> just how many <laughs> so how many times I mean, today did little kids walk up to you <laughs> like if they don't know or whatever you know where they're walking up like you want to help me tie my shoe and you're like look here you little shit i will knock your head off yeah yep Not well so one kid no, yes. It, well, it's a surprise. Caleb's been in the, had the same class for two years. And so yeah. all the kids know me, but still they're like, Oh, well, they forget. You, they're just kids. You yeah. have one arm. Why right. do you have one arm? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, 
I'm, you know, anyway, but, uh, I shouldn't, I should have more patience with it, but, um, no, like some of the, it's still... usually the same kids asking me and I, like, you have, you still have one arm today. Yep. Didn't grow back. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, one kid asked, actually asked me today how I paint my fingernails, which was kind of, that's, you know, it's an intuitive question. Yeah. Yeah. For a six year old. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but I, it was good. I did think about that. Actually. I thought, I thought when you're around those kiddos, of course, especially at that age, they don't know. They just ask. And and so I, I was wondering to myself when I saw um, at one point, one of the kids was throwing a water balloon at you. Uh-huh. And uh, and I thought, you know, I'm curious how many of those kids come up and go, um, hey, you only have one arm. And you're like, yep, yep. I sure do. So how'd that happen? Okay, cool. And yeah. and like at some point, do you shorten the story or do you just change it? Or do you be yeah, like, I uh, I'm superwoman because... <laughs> I change no. it all the time. Well, I don't really like to tell kids that I was in a school bus accident because half of those kids true. ride school bus. I can see that. And so I, I try to avoid that just for their own, you know, and for the mother's sake too, like, yeah. you know, them having to come. So I really, really try to keep it short. And, and they go to, my son goes to a Christian school. And so they learn about Jesus and stuff. And so I always just say, Oh, this is just the way Jesus made me, or this is just the way Jesus, you know, wants me. And so they're usually like kind of okay with that answer. What what would you say when you go to the atheist school? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just curious. I have no idea. No, come on now. You gotta, you gotta, (laughs) gotta, um, this is what happens when you don't believe in God. Yeah. Or you believe there's a God, but you don't, yeah, and that was agnostic. Don't believe there's a God is agnostic, right? right. Is that right? Am I saying that right? And then a- so. atheist is so. you believe there's a God, but you don't. What is it, V? You believe there's a God, but you don't believe that they have like control or they're not um, um, omnipotent and omniscient, right? Really? Oh. Is that right? Are you asking her? No, I'm asking you and her, actually. Oh, oh I don't know. She would yeah. probably. I mean, You're both shrugging your she's shoulders. A, she's 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 way smarter than me. Well, I'm I'm not going to deny that. She is number seven in her class. Ooh, ooh, number nine. Good. Number eleven. Number twelve. Number twelve. Number twelve. Go About on. to become number eleven because her best friend, who's super smart, <laughs> is going away for two years for <laughs> some special school. <laughs> woo, woo, moving on up, getting that top ten, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the look. You're moving up because your best friend is moving look. out. You you have to listen to this podcast because Samantha's really cracking up right now. That's funny. What are we what? Are all podcasting? We are. Okay. Yeah. I have to do algebra. Okay, do your algebra. She's going to do algebra, everybody. Okay. Um, all right. So if you're new to our podcast, this podcast is called Motivation for Your Real Life. And, it is. Um, we, uh, this is Samantha Amadon and it's Dr. Stephen LaDuke. Good. Dr. Stephen LaDuke. And, um, and so, you know, what I thought would be kind of cool today is let's take a moment just to talk about, uh, again, kind of real quick revisit. Why do we do this? Why did not, not you, not me. Why did we together decide, you know what, this is like a void that we need to, uh, fill. Um, because there's not enough podcasts out there. There's not enough people sharing about this stuff and what maybe makes our, um, our point of view maybe unique or different or where we've thought it worthy to share. Well, 
first and foremost, we want to motivate and inspire and bring joy and peace. Peace? Sure. Yes. Joy and peace to your life. Um, help. We want to help do that. Yes. And along with bringing some entertainment because we're both gigantic dorks and Goofy. you know whatever Geek squad. We, make fun of e- we make fun of each other so yes. more so steven makes fun of me and i just laugh well but it's, um, it's mutual you make fun of me being old and i make fun of you being not cool that's just how we roll that's right mm-hmm. so um yeah we we have been through some significant things in our life that kind of just really you know we're different for our path or whatever. I mean, yeah. we've been through some things. We'll just put it there. Yeah. And it makes us real. Um, we're both very real about it. We're both very transparent. We both are pretty transparent about mm-hmm. what we've been through and um, share like some of our trials so that maybe you can get help from, um, you know, think like, wow, I went through that too. Or I, to know that somebody else that you're not alone um and so that's kind of why we share and so we along with motivating and you know bringing you joy we share some you know we share some of our trials and in hopes that you can learn from them or take away something amen amen so yeah we um we thought that some of our experiences were were somewhat unique we know there's people out there that have had it harder and it's not necessarily um, that that Absolutely. we thought, you know, like, Absolutely. hey, ours is, you know, um, but but we did think and we've had enough friends and family and, and other people that have dealt with some of these things and dealt with them over the years that we thought, you know what, um, let's 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 visit and share about it. And, um, and, it, and it came to fruition kind of quickly. But Samantha has been blogging for how many years again? See? Seven, I don't know why seven. I want to say 10, but it's, it's seven years. And, um, and, um, and so just real quick, she, uh, has, has lost, uh, she was 10 years old in a, in a bus accident. And then, um, I was a widow before the age of 30. She's got, uh, an amazing little seven year old dude that, uh, Caleb, that is, uh, just the love of her life. And, um, but they're living life, um, every day with some of those things that, uh, that I just mentioned mm. that have a pretty strong effect on how their days go. I mean, it, it affects them financially. It affects them relationally. It affects uh, Samantha, you know, with her personal relationship with family and, uh, you know, dating, not dating. It affects Caleb uh, in the here even recently about, you know, Hey, I'm, I think I'm ready to have a dad in the house, you know? Um, and so those are big heavy duty things that go on. And, and so our hope and our dreams is to uh, encourage you, no matter where you're at in your journey to, um, to help you um, maybe hear our experiences and learn from some of our challenges. Uh, we've got lots of good ideas on stuff that we use. Vast majority of it we're going to use. There's some stuff we like. You know what? I haven't done that yet, but I, <laughs> I love the idea. And so we want to um, give you hope. And we both believe, and we we know that God's in charge, and we believe that Jesus came down and um, uh, that He gave His life so that uh, we could uh, live here imperfectly 
and um, and continue to truck on even in the messiness of our own lives and and um, and and in our case, stuff that others have done that uh, our lives and make it more difficult. But in a lot of ways, I think over the course of time, we'll make it more enriching and. Um, and uh, I, I know with Samantha and I, we're both exceptionally motivated by people that are, um, have been through mm-hmm. difficult things. So real quick, um, we're new to this. This is episode number six. And so I'm going to uh, ask Samantha here real quick. Is my mic cutting in and bit, out, Samantha, yes. again? Okay. Your, yours was too, and I was staying really, really still. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to try to figure out what's going on there. Um, so everybody bear with us. We're going to, we've been making little tweaks. I've tried different headphones and yep. different mics and, and I'm, stuff. So. I'm being super still. Um, I have we'll keep wor- I'm being super still as well. Yeah. I don't know what we're working yeah. on it. We're yeah. working on it. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. Okay, cool. Cool. So, uh, so good days all around. Uh, yeah, this is the last week of school for yep. us. So the kids are like going on school mm-hmm. trips every day or they have parties or today was an award ceremony for stevie kate she's got an ar party tomorrow she's got a talent show on the last day of school um and so we had to go out and buy some we didn't have to uh she didn't have a a just straight up black shirt um mm-hmm. and so we went and got a little walmart one for oh, four nice. bucks um but uh they're doing the little uh, bouncy they're, they're doing different sports like basketball volleyball and I think something else, but where they're doing it with the lights off, you oh, know, where they got oh, the neon fun. strings yeah. on their arms. Cool. So two or three of the girls that are uh, uh, involved in different sports, so that's, that's their talent show. Talent mm-hmm. is kind of funny when they went to go try out for it. They didn't have any of their outfit. They didn't have really that. They had, we had some of the neon thing. I, <laughs> I tore apart some of those, um, glow in the dark stuff and literally with the electrical tape taped it around her arm. Um, so they kind of envisioned what it might look like, you know, but um, these teachers have been doing this for a long time. I think they kind of had that. Yeah. Idea that's cool. Going on. That's cool. So, yeah. So, so it'll be good be fun. And is, this is Caleb's yep, last yep. week. He also, has right? a, he's done on Friday. Yep. He has a half a day on Friday and then, um, well, he has kindergarten yeah. graduation on Thursday night and then Half a day on Friday, and then his birthday party is on Saturday. So busy, yeah. busy times, and I feel like they try to, you know, yeah. cram in a bunch of things the last week, which is fine. It's good, um, but yeah, yeah, just just busy time. Lots going on, but it's all good. Cool, cool. Um, Amen. This it's week good stuff. or this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, and our last two podcasts, last two, yeah, our last two have been about mental health, right? We've already done two. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, yeah, yep. our last two have been about yep. different things about mental health. Um, our the one the podcast before this was mostly about anxiety, and um, tonight we're going to touch on, or we're going to talk mostly about postpartum depression. It was something that uh, I struggled with during, actually during my pregnancy. It started, and um, I didn't know. I I was just. I was crying a lot and I just kind of for a long time thought, well, I'm pregnant. You're hormonal. People are hormonal. Of course it was my, I only have one child. So it was my first and only time to be pregnant. And, um, so I didn't really know what was normal or, you know, what would be considered a lot of crying, um, or a lot of emotions. And I 
kind of mentioned it to my OB and I was like, you know, I'm crying a lot in the evenings and she's like, okay, well, you know, let's watch it for a little bit and, you know, let me know how you're feeling next, you know, the next appointment or whatever. And so then I went back to her, um, mm-hmm. I guess it, I remember it being about the, about February, March timeframe. And then Caleb was born at the very end of May. So that kind of gives you an idea of where I was at in my pregnancy. I was really, really struggling with thoughts in the evening about just not just feeling like I didn't just really feeling sad, really feeling depressed. And I couldn't pinpoint it. And I was actually really hard on myself because it's like you wanted to be, you know, I had wanted to, we had been trying to get pregnant for a long time and I finally, it was finally here, you know, it was everything that I had wanted. I was about to be a mom. I thought that was everything. And I just couldn't get out of the crying all the time and feeling like I just didn't, didn't want to do it. Didn't want to, didn't want it. And I was afraid to tell anybody that because everybody, especially my husband, because everyone around us knew how hard we'd been trying to get pregnant. We went through different fertility things. And, um, so I sure didn't want to tell my husband, like, I don't think I, for some reason I feel sad (laughs) that I'm pregnant. Anyways, uh, thankfully my OB was very, very good. I felt very comfortable with her and I made an appointment on my own that, didn't nobody knew that I went to like it wasn't just it wasn't a scheduled you know weekly appointment or whatever because I wanted to go by myself and I wanted it to be in confidence and I told her the things that the things that were kind of going through my mind in the evening and it was always in the evening like I tend to I was was mostly okay during the day maybe because I was at work and you know keeping busy right. um, but I said like about six or seven o'clock in the evening I started getting really depressed and crying and she said she said we are definitely monitoring this I want you to come in more often I want you to find somebody to, you know we're going to get you somebody to talk to um to, to carry you through your pregnancy she wasn't a big fan of medicating me during my pregnancy um but she, for, for for depression but um, she said, we're going to watch it and, you know, we're going to talk about it and you're going to come in a lot more often. And then the, as soon as you have him, you will be on some type of in a, in a depressant for postpartum. Right. And she said, because if you're right. having it while you're pregnant, you're probably going to have it whenever he comes out. And that's what I was worried about. I told her, I was like, I wanted you know, I just wanted to be pregnant so bad and I wanted to be a mom. And, um, I, I said, I don't want to get home and not enjoy him. Like that was my biggest fear was to take 12 weeks off of work and not enjoy a single day of it because I was going through depression. And I knew, I knew that it was a possibility because I knew that a lot of people went through it and I never once felt too ashamed to at least tell her. Now I was a little scared to tell, you know, like my husband or whatever, just cause I didn't know how he was going to react. But my whole point is don't right. be, if you're feeling, it's a very real thing. Postpartum depression is a very, very right. real thing. Um, I looked up some facts today and it isn't, it happens to one, one in every seven women. And, um, it's just such an important thing to talk to your doctor about, and they are always going to be more than willing to help. And so I was on, I was on medication after Caleb was born the day we got home from the hospital. I, I started taking it and I had the best, um, 
the best 12 week. I had the best maternity leave because I was, had something that helped. And I think I only had one breakdown and that was big for me also because I am considered handicapped. And so, you know, trying to learn, not only had I gone through life learning how to do things for myself with one arm. Now I'm taking care of an, a newborn with one arm. That was super hard. Learning how to change his diaper, learning how to put his socks on when he won't be still. I had to do all of that stuff by myself. And it was so important that I was, that I was mentally stable, mentally good, um, to have patience to do, you know, to figure that out, figure, figure that out. And, um, it is, something that I very, I will, I can obviously could preach about it. Um, I just, I'm a big advocate for getting help because it is such a real thing. And I don't think there should ever be any shame in reaching out saying I, something is wrong and I need help. Well, and I think at the end of the day, you know, when you are, when you're going through anything that's difficult in life, it's huge to make sure that, that you kind of have an understanding of what's okay and what's not okay. Is right. that fair to say, Samantha? So oh, yeah. uh, we, de- we dealt with this in, in, um, in, in our, our, uh, our lives with the kiddos and stuff. And so I, w- with saying that, let's, let's go through some things that uh, some kind of uh, typical symptoms that you might see. Um, you might see severe mood swings. Um, excessive crying. Uh, some crying is normal. Uh, a lot of this stuff that I'm going to be reading here and that I'm going to be sharing with you guys, it's, you know, it's normal, man. We're not talking about stuff that, that uh, is normal. We're talking about stuff that's a little bit more or in some cases a lot more. Um, so uh, having sad feelings, uh, changes in appetite, intense anger and ir- irritability, which I think is what most of the moms would uh, tell you kind of freaks them out uh insomnia or fatigue like duh welcome to motherhood right um and apathy apathy where you just kind of like you know what i don't give a shit i don't care um the the if it's severe enough you actually struggle with bonding with your baby um and and then what happens and again we talk about those low energy levels of shame and guilt and fear then you have shame and guilt and fear that well i'm not a good mom and so right. it kind of feeds right. itself like a lot of things with anxiety or depression. Um, you know, unfortunately it will feed upon itself. And if you don't have some loving, kind, good people around you, hopefully uh, there's some, some girlfriends or some parents or something, somebody that's either seen it, been around it, seen a little bit of life and can recognize it in you um, um, and can help with that. So to me anyway, um, that was, the first time um, and, and, and that it was recognized was knowing and, and kind of identifying and saying, hey, this is a real thing and we need to, yes. uh, we need to make sure and get help for it. Um, if um, a mother, and especially a new mother, I think would, would be the, the worst, doesn't do that um, and they're feeling that shame, guilt, and fear, uh, may maybe feeling worthless, um, and, and even though you just you know gave birth to this amazing child, a baby, and, um, then there's there's other things that are kind of domino effects, problems with the relationship, the self esteem, and um, 
And then it can even go farther than that, right? If there's a lot of anxiety and issues, um, issues with thinking clearly, panic attacks, and at the very far end of the spectrum, thoughts of suicide and even harming the baby. And and so, you know, those things are, um, well, we'll just say that it's not stuff that you want to jack with. You want to make sure that you get help. And especially if, if you've been had issues with depression before. Um, Yes, absolutely. Or if your fam, if like, let's say your mom had not your mom, Stephen, but who we're talking to, if your mom had, you know, history of postpartum and my mom did, um, she did with my brother and she remembers, um, and this was back in 1980 and, um, she, she remembers sitting up with him all night. He was very colicky mm-hmm. and he cried all night. And, um, she remembers sitting in her rocking chair, like not holding him, not, you know, not wanting to hold him because he was crying and she was yeah. just like sitting there holding her ears. Like, and this is extreme, but, um, like kind of wishing that he'd shut up or saying oh, shut yeah. up or whatever, you know? Well, you um, don't know what to do. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you're sitting and there so, and freaking um, out. Yeah she had always told me about that, that it was really, really scary for her. And, um, so she had always really been open with me. I don't know why now thinking about it, like why we talked about it so kind of frequently, but I remember that story, like as you know, when, especially when I was about to become a mother, I'm like, now I know my mom, she really suffered with it. And she, and so telling, telling my OB that, you know, kind of helps too, because it can be a genetical genetic thing. Totally. Totally. And, and a lot of these things are, are, are you predisposed to it, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and, and knowing if you are, if you're not is, is important. And that means you got to have, hopefully I say you have to have, some people don't have that uh, benefit of, being able to listen to a parent or get that from them. Uh, yeah. I'm touch on something really quick and then we can keep trucking. Um, so, so in, in a small, uh, rare, uh, number of instances, you can even have something called uh, postpartum psychosis. And, uh, that's when there's tons of, uh, obsessiveness over the baby, um, disorientation, delusion, paranoia, hallucinations. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. um, and, and, uh, not just a suicide thought, but a suicide attempt. And, um, and so it's just one of those things. If, if that's happening, you know somebody, when we talk about par- paranoia and delusional and hallucinations and stuff, as compared that, to the, go ahead. Is that, I'm sorry, is that where they obsess about something happening to the baby too? Like- yeah, it can be either way. It can be obsessing about stuff with the baby where it's kind of an OCD like to the max. Um, right. or, or about something being wrong with the baby or something happening to the baby, uh, yeah. the, the SIDS, you know, worrying about the, um, but it, I mean, it, yes. it's, it's yes. a very weird thing cause it can go either way. You know, it can go, you know, you're obsessing about not wanting that baby to be harmed. Uh, and then at the same time for, for very rare instances, actually harming the baby. So, so if, if that again, uh, why are we talking about it? This is why we have the show, right? Is to bring this stuff right. to light. Uh, I actually spoke to my girls about it and kind of explained to them why we're talking about mental health awareness this week or this month. And I asked them, I said, do you know why they have a month called mental health awareness? And they're kind of like, uh, to bring awareness to mental health. I'm like, very good. Woo-hoo. 
we are winning. Thank thank the Lord for the public school system. But, um, you know, I, it, it, the blessing was it allowed me to, to share and say, you know, a lot of this stuff we don't want to talk about. We don't want to talk I, about it because we don't want to be uh, labeled. We don't want to have the stigma of it. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was just, I would know. I was just about to say, we, we talk about the hard stuff. Like if you haven't figured that out yet, we're going to talk about the hard stuff, the stuff that might make you kind of like, Oh, are they really going there? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. We're going to talk about it because it's real and it's happening and it needs to be, you, you know, you guys, people need help with it and awareness needs to be brought to it because yeah. it's a very, very real thing. Everything that we're going to talk about, not just this month, but you know, everything that we're going to eventually get to, it all needs to be talked about. And some of it's going to be really tough to talk about. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, so if, if you're going through that, uh, something else to understand and know about this, not just for yourself, but for the future and also for others is that, that there's been some studies that have found that, um, women that are exposed to oxytocin, ox, oxytocin, um, where, uh, which is used to help induce childbirth and it's causing by causing or strengthening contractions, um, that some that were exposed to that, um, had an, uh, a pretty high increase in postpartum depression and anxiety. Oh, wow. I didn't know and that. so, yeah. And so it's, it's something, you know, why do we not think about it? Because we go in there and, and you're like, okay, what do we need to do? Well, I'm going to give you this drug, this drug. Okay, cool. And, right. And, yeah, you're just very trusting of yeah, what the doctor says. Yeah. And I can go on for a long time, which we're not going to, but I can go on for a long time about um, how we schedule the births and how we go into the, to the, um, into the hospital, you know, scheduled and everything as opposed to having them naturally and as opposed to even using midwives and other things where it's not, uh, not in this um, hospital setting. We, I mean, there's going to be a thousand opinions on that. Um, yeah. I would just say, if you're looking at going in to do that, you know, it's, I think it's really important that you kind of study up on that stuff. Hey, what, what possible drugs might I be getting um, while yeah. I'm in there? How will those affect me and the child afterwards and all that good stuff? Um, cause like in this case with the Pitocin or oxytocin it is super, uh, well, it used to be uh, super common. I assume that it still is. I think um, it is. Um, but, um, I just think it's something that's important to, yes. uh, to, to have the discussion. Go ahead, Samantha. Oh, no, I was agreeing with you. I okay. could go on forever yeah. about the, um, about inducing your labor versus going into natural labor. But like you said, there's a thousand opinions, but, um, one thing I wanted to add is, Oh, cause I was going to ask you what, you know, what is your opinion on the like time frame, or, you know, like if you, if we have a mother out there that's like, well, I've been crying pretty, you know, pretty hard for five days yeah. or, you know, I was going to ask you your time frame, but, or your opinion. But then I also saw that I wrote, I made a note earlier today that it says, um, the postpartum can start during pregnancy, which right. mine did. Right. And then it can last up to 12 months yeah. um, after birth. Yeah. But, you know, just to kind of, I mean, we're, we're not doctors in this field um, by any means. So um, it's just, again, kind of what we've seen, what we've experienced in our opinion. But um, do you have an opinion on like, if somebody's saying, well, I've been crying now for, you know, what would yeah. you say is excessive? Well, first of all, you got to know yourself. Right. So right. if you're a more emotional person, you have a tendency to cry more and, and then have another one that she, she's like, 
stone face. I'm pretty sure she's going to uh, be a professional wrestler one day because she just like looks all the time like she's stoic. Um, but that being said, um, if if you're typically not a crier and you are and that that's going on and, and really that's within a couple of days, man, you need to make a phone yeah. call. It does mm-hmm. not need to, you know, more than a day or two because because here's the benefit. And I actually struggle with this with even my own parents sometimes They're like, mom, did you call the nurse and ask? She's like, no, I don't want to bother them. And I said, mom, <laughs> that is that is their job. Their and job. and a quick phone call can help, you know, kind of get a better assessment of the situation. And in this situation, you're actually looking at being preventive oriented or prevention medicine, um, uh, using that to to help um, help you through a difficult time. So some other things are, um, you know, sleep deprivation. If you're that's what I was going to say, Samantha, is that it's all kind of combined. So if you're sleep deprived, right, you're looking in the mirror and you're kind of either freaking out or over obsessing about about what your body looks like afterwards. Um, if you're, if you find yourself, like you said, crying, getting upset, uh, being frustrated about every little thing. Um, and especially, and especially if you have a baby that's going to require, um, more, um, effort than, Mm -hmm. than the average bear. Um, for some moms, they don't know, right? This is their first child they've ever been around. And so they, all they know is what they know. And, um, and like what you shared with your mom, you know, it's one of those things where if it is, um, taking all of you just to freaking, you know, get it all done and, and, and to figure it out and then, then you need to be asking for help and uh, for your sake and for the baby's sake, um, hopefully you have a supportive staff, uh, spouse or some family members that are around, but, but if you have done it enough times. I mean, if you've had a, a child or two and you know the difference between child, it's actually a little bit easier to have some perspective and say, Oh, this sleep is normal for me or not. Yeah, yeah, this baby's yeah. normal, but, mm-hmm. but a good chunk of the time, you're not going to know. I'll tell you just from some personal experience and, and friends and, and otherwise um, that um, it's still, with multiple children, it's still hard to identify it sometimes. It's still hard to say, hey, um, this is what I'm going through and this is what it is. Because as mommies, I think God, the way he designed you guys is that you feel like, hey, I should be able to handle this. Like, right. you, like you said earlier, yeah. I've, I've, I've wanted this. I asked for it. I'm the one that I, I engaged right. in the sex. You know, I'm yeah. the one that <laughs> kind of was like, woohoo, we're pregnant. I shared the pictures of the little sonogram, with, which looks like like a little monkey in black and white, right? And right. Um, all of this stuff, you go through that whole process, and then you get to this point, and you're like, what the heck is wrong with me if I can't um, deal, if I can't ha- right. handle it? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not going to point the finger. I'm not going to say all men because that's not fair. But um, I just want to say, like, my, my spouse and in my personal situation, he didn't get it. Like, he was basically just like why are you crying all the time this is ridiculous it's it is going to i just want to put that out there like don't not everyone should expect their spouse to just understand and i'm not it's not fair for me to say all men don't get it because that's not true but um most men don't get it so i'll let steven say it no um, yeah most most of us we're selfish 
for men to understand yeah. crying for some reason. Um, and so don't feel like, you know, don't feel like, well, he said that, right. you know, I should just stop crying. Talk, go talk to someone else. Go talk to a woman, um, you know, a female and say, these are the things going on and get her opinion. And like I yeah. said, again, I'm not trying to, you know, outcast the men, but just get a, get another female's opinion. Yeah. Um, because I went through, I went through all the things that the spouse didn't understand. Yeah. So yeah, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Me. And just um, to so- clarify, you said, go speak to a woman, a female. We do not advocate for you going to speak to a woman male. Um, the the trans the transvestite um, uh, that you're wanting to get advice from on this um, is likely, um, while probably very caring and may have hormone induced breasts, um, probably is is not your best choice. I'll I'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> that you're really going to call me out on something. No, 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 nothing deep here. Nothing deep here. Okay, cool. Well, um, that's some good information. Um, I, I, you know, Samantha, we've talked about uh, subjects and stuff that we talk about. And really, just so you guys know, we're kind of, it's kind of, we have a little bit of unique friendship because if one of us is really led to do it, uh, the other one just steps aside and says, cool. Um, You know, I need to talk about that. Cool. And, and we, we both believe in each other in terms of um, where we're at mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to trust in that. Samantha said, hey, yeah. Stephen, this is something that I want to do. Um, and she knows that it's uh, had an effect on our lives as well and in my life. And, um, and so it's definitely something that um, um, as a part of Mental Health Awareness Month, you know, if, if you're having a baby in the middle of the summer and it's been you know 90 100 degrees out <laughs> that's a whole nother ball of wax if you got to run around um yep. in the middle of the summer and deal with all that stuff and you've got you know i think sometimes too one of the difficulties is if you have do have multiple children then at that point you might have a house you might have a car or two um you might have a job and um and so you're involved in church and you got the older kids that are involved in like t-ball or whatever else in the middle of the summer and man, it is just, you're blowing and going and do what you yeah. do. Baby comes and you just want to continue being super mom. And so, um, just, just taking a step back, you know, and, and realizing that, um, that you don't have to be, and then go get some help if you need it. Um, yeah. be, be kind to yourself. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, I have something that I found today that I read today and, and I'm trying to find the author. So I have to um, tell you that, that I, or I admit that I haven't found it yet, but I think it's absolutely amazing. And I want to share it with you because I thought you would agree because you're such a creative person. So this is one of those things that you guys are going to want to write down somewhere. I I might even make a little, what are those things called where you put it on the, on the picture? It's not a meme, is it? Where it's it's, in general. Yeah. uh, Is it? Okay. Okay. So here it is. Are you ready? This is pretty I'm ready. stinking freaking cool. I'm ready. I'm excited. So it, so it was talking about um, having good mental habits and that mental habits are hard to control. And I thought that this kind of was particularly special, uh, excuse me, uh, it, uh, would be applicable to what we were talking about with Men- Mental Health Awareness Month. And so um, uh, 
Um, here it is. Cultivation of imagination leads to the development of the um, ideal out of which your future will emerge. So Samantha and I talk a lot about putting good things in, good positive things. And we struggle with difficult things. I mean, we, I'm not going to say we share every day, but we share regularly about good things and struggles that we have. And so I'm going to read it again. Cultivation of imagination leads to the development of the ideal out of which your future will emerge. And basically what that's saying is, doggone it, you have to be able to see it and imagine it, um, uh, visualize it, and which may mean that you need to work on some affirmations, you need to work on some good positive visualizations, and most likely some form of quiet, either prayer time or uh, meditation where you're quieting your mind and, and allowing your brain to just rest. Um, and then there's the second part, Samantha, and it says okay. this, imagination gathers up the material by which the mind weaves a fabric in which your future is to be clothed. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Isn't that amazing? Ooh, that is just, true. I know that's the one I literally, I dropped the kid off at school. I was listening to podcast on the way and I dropped the kid off and I pulled it into a parking lot and, ha- and I replayed it like four times. Cause I, I wrote was it. writing it down. Well, I, I yeah, I miswrote it. I, it was such a creative. Because <laughs> you're not a multitasker. Oh, my God. It was, it was tough. It was tough. But um, so, so in that, what do you got to do? You've got to allow. I've been talking about this Mike Dooley, the playing the Matrix. He's talking about using your imagination, uh, going back to a point, dream again, you know, uh, and, and, and don't confuse using your imagination with daydreaming. You know, daydreaming is kind of like, oh, I wish this and wish yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Imagination is like really, you know, like like taking control of what you want in life and, uh, and getting serious about it. Even Einstein said that imagination is more important than intelligence. And so I got some of that stuff from the morning coach this morning. It was really, really good. I, I sent it to Samantha. I'm like, dude, this stuff rocks. So yeah. One more time. Imagination. Yeah, read the second one again. Yeah, imagination gathers up the material by which the mind weaves a fabric in which your future is to be clothed. I love, love, love that. I don't know if that's too many words to put on a meme, but I was going to try to do it tonight. (laughs) All right, so... So we have a part of the show called Two Good Things, where Samantha and I each share um, one thing each. Yes. And so that was mine. I kind of want to start it off with that. Um, I don't know if that's more spiritual or, or, or emotional, but for me, it was my spiritual one. Um, I, I just love that. I love the fact of, of, you know, and I think it's important. I don't care what your faith or religion is, but as a yeah, Christian, absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, as a Christian, I, I think it's we get away from. We're all about, you know, the school system, be pragmatic, you know, uh, uh, Christianity, be, be pragmatic. I go to work. I got to be pragmatic. I forget sometimes to just step away, break down and be creative, be imaginative and teach that in our kids. And mm-hmm. even with one that's graduating and others that are coming up, there's a part of me that's like, you know what? I don't know that I necessarily want you to go and kind of get into the system of, of go to college, you know, find a spouse you know, get out, yeah, get a job, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, get a mortgage, get, I, there's a part of me that's like, you know what, Let, let's do it different. So, 
Um, anyway, I love that. It starts with believing it in your brain. First of all, probably wanting it, and then believing that right. it's possible, and then uh, drawing it. And one of the things Mike Dooley says is be as generic as possible. Just if you're going to focus and attach to an emotion like happiness or joy or peace or whatever, be real general with it. Um, and then you can go back and add in the details. Just don't attach emotionally to the details. Um, attached to the big picture you want, which is joy, happiness, peace. Um, all right. So that's, a, that's good. I like that. It is good, man. It's good. It's part of what I taught my, or worked with my team with the other day. We talked about life purpose. I told you, and we also talked about that. So, you know, if somebody came down, their life purpose was, you know, I want, um, to just live a good life. Um, you know, that so that can look like so many, so many different, it, it can, can. Express itself in so many different ways. Um, if we'll just allow the miracles that God has for us, but when we get real constri- uh, constrictive with it, then a lot of times we can't do that. So that's what I would tell you: is is be generic, be general with what you want. I actually have some stuff. If somebody wants some some guidance on life purpose um, um, or ideas on kind of where you're headed, um, we've got some good stuff that I can uh, reach out to me. And I'll, I'll shoot it to you. And um, it's a really cool exercise if, if you haven't ever done it. Have you ever done anything like that, Samantha? Life purpose yeah, type stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah? Cool. Yep. All right. Well, well, we'll have to do an episode just on life purpose and stuff one time then. All right. You got something spiritual for us? And your two yes. good things or one good thing yes. for you? Yep. Okay. I'm prepared this week. Whoop, whoop. I have them written before our, before we even started. Look at you, Get fancy pants. Um. <laughs> spoil me. Um, my spiritual thing is something that I learned in, well, something that was brought to my mind in counseling this week, actually. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about my, to, we were talking about my anger and I have been carrying around a lot of anger lately. And so that's what we were, that's what we've been working on in counseling. And Mm -hmm. she made a good point and it's something that I know is true, but I just, you know, hadn't really thought about it in that way but she said you can be uh when you pray you can be angry she said it's yep. okay because i was telling her i said i try you know when caleb's at school and i'm by myself i try to do all the good things i do meditating and you know i told her i said the way i described it i was like i try to do all the good saw stuff like right during the day i'm like meditating and i'm praying and i'm spending time with myself and I'm trying to write and I'm doing everything that's like, you know, feel good. And just, and I said, so that I, when, by the time I get to school and pick Caleb up that I'm not so angry. And I said, it's just, she goes, well, clearly that's not working for you. <laughs> so she said, um, how'd that feel? Said, you, yeah. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. But I knew, <laughs> I knew what I, I mean, I knew that whatever I'm doing is not working because I still have a ton of anger anyways. Right. Um, so she said, reverse it. And she said, be angry when you're by yourself. She said, stop trying to avoid, she said, basically I'm avoiding it during the day. My anger, like the real reason oh. why I'm angry. And she said, stop trying to avoid it during the day when you're by yourself, since nice. you don't want to be angry, since you don't want to be angry when your son's home, um, be angry during the day. And I'm nice. like, okay. And so she says for, and so if you're, if you want to continue praying during the day, she's like, yell at God, he can take it like y- yell and be mad. And it's okay to be, have an angry prayer and say, you know what, God, this sucks. And yeah. she's like, 
out of all the people he's big enough to handle it yeah and um she said so it's okay to be angry when you pray and i'm like you know it really is yeah (laughs) it really is and that is true and i should do that more often and you know so anyway that that's kind of what i wanted to share like it's okay to do that yeah amen amen i love that that is that's good stuff i'm gonna write that down hold on be angry all the time (laughs) note to self be angry more often. Okay, good, good. Okay, yeah. No, that's obviously not what she said. Y'all don't take me literal. I'm very sarcastic. And um, as we refer to each other, we kind of have a jacked up sense of humor. Um, you know, the thing is, is that as we're, as we're going through this journey in life, it's about constant um, transformation, isn't it? And, yes. um, and so learning a little tweak a little something different something that's new uh can make all the difference in the world it can it can sharing with the listener of ours and and it was it was talking about just struggling with um some depression stuff and um you know like don't want to do medicine okay cool I said so what are we, what are you doing different you know you're like well it's hard you know i'm alone i'm doing this and and my response to that was was i hear you and i'm i'm 100 percent with you um but many times all it takes is that baby step. And uh, yeah. so like in this case, if you can, you know, say, well, I'm going to get angry and cry and write and journal and be pissed and pray out loud to him or do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, God, God knows, God knew that you were imperfect. He knows that you're imperfect. He knows you're going to jack it up that you're, you know, there's stuff you're hiding, there's stuff you're doing well. Um, and so, if you need to be real with anybody, I mean, it should be first yourself and him, right? I mean, he yeah, sees it, it all. So. Yeah, I mean, and he already knows our future and our yeah. path. And so he, I mean, there is no reason for, there's no reason for me to, to, to sit here during, as yeah. I sit here, like in my house during the day yeah. and try to be cool with him. Like yeah. I, I can, if I need to let it out, I can let it out. And like I said, it was, I say she taught me that. I mean, it was something that I, I mean, obviously when she said it, I'm like, duh, I know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So. Well, but it's, it's, it's easy. I say she, she taught you it over again. Yeah. You know, she, she, yeah. she said it to you fresh and new. Yeah. All right. Um, now we're on two, two good things. Physical. Um, I, I'm going to say that, um, you know, I, I love the mornings and the evenings. I love, it's my favorite thing. It's kind of as, since we moved to town, I, I, it's, I don't love being in town cause you can't see the sunrise as well. Right. Um, right. um, but, um, that, that sun gazing as the sun is coming up and the sun is coming down is, is a real energy booster. And so if you've not ever done that, or if you don't do it enough, um, just, just Google it. Um, look at, um, I love you. Good night, honey. Sorry. That wasn't for you, Samantha. That was for Victoria. Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, no, that it it is something that as that happens, um, um, you're, you're going to, you're going to find yourself in the moment. That's what so engaging so beautiful and i've over the years i've I always to get my daughters to remind them to look up i'll always say what colors do you see in the sky um yes. and, and as yeah. long as as long as nobody says burnt orange then we're fine um but we can call out every other color um and um but it is 
it is a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful time. So anyway, that's what I was going to say is I want to encourage you if you haven't done it, if you're not sure about it, if you're like, hmm, I'm, I'm curious as to what this Ladooki cat's talking about, Google sun gazing. And, um, and uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I love learning about goofy little stuff like that. It's, it's fun. I have a friend that does it regularly and um, that's kind of, kind of her gig. She'll like post pictures on her uh, Facebook or Snapchat or whatever about the sun coming up or sun going down. And um, yeah, it's just, it's another way. And it spreads good joy. I mean, sunsets and sunrises, right. Are just um, um, in every day to me, it's kind of like one of the beautiful times. So, okay. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, my physical thing is, uh, from the beginning, we said that these things can be something that we want to do or have done, right? It right. doesn't have to be, oh, yeah. it can be something that we want to do. Yeah. So I would like to, uh, ride a bike again. And I know that sounds silly, but I never really, after I lost my arm, I never really got back on a bike yeah. like frequently because of yeah. the balance thing. Right. And, um, I think that I did ride a bike a couple of times after my accident, but not like a lot. Yeah. And uh, Caleb really likes riding his bike. And so he'll go for a bike ride and I walk or run next to him. But I would really like to get a bike and see if I can do it again. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you shared that. And so I'm going to I'm going to throw this out there to you if you're listening. Um, We take so much for granted. And so something simple like this, I, I've, uh, you'll hear the Samantha use the term handicap or, or disabled and stuff. And, and, and I've, I've shared this with her. Um, when I see her, if you see this woman, you know, uh, do the things she does, you know, work with the camera, um, uh, just the creative stuff she does, the, the, the way she functions in her day. I just, I don't see her and see somebody that's, disabled or or has a handicap in in, in any way really i just don't i don't know why i I just don't and um and so she's comfortable using some of that terminology um and um and and it's not that i'm not comfortable with it i just don't think it's one of my like top five things or ten things that defines her and so and so saying that i'm going to throw that out there because even for myself um as you're as you're saying that i'm like shit I can go ride a bike tomorrow. I've been riding a bike my whole life and it's something I never thought about Samantha in yeah. terms of not, not having the blessing. I, I have from the context of, of my oldest daughter who has some cerebral palsy and has really never had good balance. And I've told her, a hundred, you know, not a hundred times, but a dozen times I was going to get her a tricycle, a trike. So they would, you know, she would have more stability, mm-hmm. um, which would, you know, allow her to, to go on bike rides with us. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, and I never followed through with that. And so that's kind of one of those things that's kind of like dad fail, but also just, um, uh, reminds me and reminds those of you that are out there, there's tons of things you have going on in your life that are good blessings that, um, other people don't have access to or don't have the capacity to. So thanks for sharing that. That's good stuff. Um, all right. So nutritional, um, why don't you give us your nutrition, your two good things, nutrition. Do you got one? Yes, I okay, do. Cool. Um, I do. I have a, I found a list of, um, sorry, I had to pull it up on my Pinterest. Yeah. Uh, 
so I found the list of cravings. Like if you're having certain cravings mm-hmm. and uh, what it could mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Here. So if you're craving sweets, then you're, your body needs like um, phosphorus and carbon and stuff. But anyway, if you're craving sweets, it says your body needs to have grapes, chicken or beef, fish, eggs, or cranberries is like a good way to Hmm. um, fulfill what you're, you know, what you're, what you're craving. Um, If you're, if you're craving chocolate specifically, um, your body is lacking magnesium. And so you should eat raw nuts or fruit or seeds and wow. then um, if you are craving soda, I am not a soda drinker. I pretty much just drink my water. Um, but I know a lot of people drink. There's a lot of people that still drink a lot of soda. Um, so if you're craving soda, then your body is lacking calcium. And so you should have mustard. I'm guessing mustard maybe like there is there mustard seeds. Oh, yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so where mustard I, comes from. Well, I know there's this, there's this, no, there's this, there's this book, there's this book. It's called the, I'm trying to think of it. Give me just a second. Uh, Oh, I know. It's called the Holy Bible. And um, yeah, it talks about faith of a mustard seed. But can you buy Um, mustard seeds to eat? (laughs) Can you buy mustard seeds to eat? You just made my day. Thank you so much answer my question yes yes absolutely yeah yeah totally Alrighty. totally we we actually grow mustard seeds you there's a mustard there's a mustard seed plant you can grow it yes i yeah i am aware of the mustard plants i just i guess have never looked for mustard (laughs) seeds in the store shut up i I think shut up i'm moving on (laughs) be quiet um so if you're craving soda you you must have the faith of a Mustard paste, because that's what I provide for you. No. Um, So if you're, if you're craving soda, (laughs) then you're lacking calcium and you should eat mustard, (laughs) broccoli, kale, (laughs) cheese, or sesame seeds. And then if you're craving alcohol, then your body needs protein and calcium and potassium. And you get that from nuts, granola, and black olives. So if you're craving alcohol, there might be some other issues. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but, but your point being that if you're craving you want for something else, then so where can they get this information from? I can post it on your, our Facebook page. Okay, do you want do you want to tell them like where's your Pinterest board and all that? I told her I don't really. My understand. Pinterest, is, yeah, my Pinterest board. If you just search Samantha Amadon, mm-hmm. um, it'll call it'll come up, and I have this saved on my Pinterest board under podcast. Okay, cool, cool, cool. There you go. So that's my nutritional thing. That's cool. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, so, so my deal is once again, I think I already said this like two, three weeks ago, but I got to say it again. So I've been doing this cauliflower rice thing for, for a oh while. Oh my God. You have it, mentioned cauliflower I know. rice every single It's, it's amazing. Time. So it's so simple, right? <laughs> and, and you can just like, so remember when you talked about the, uh, the different oils that you're beginning and you said something about you're really digging your herb in. Was it herb and olive or herb and sunflower? Sunflower and herb. So we have that. And the girls have actually, here's what's cool. Like the other night we made salads and we got out and put out ranch. And, you know, we have the uh, one from Olive Garden and the other stuff. You know what the girls, three of the four girls made for their salad dressing? You weirdo. You big weirdo. You know what you converted them into? 
balsam- balsamic vinegar and oil. Nice. How amazing is that? Like as kids, I, I just, and, and of course they still like ranch, but that was their choice, you know? Wow. So I was totally digging on it. Um, but we have one that's the garlic and um, I think it's the garlic and olive oil. Um, but golly, it is like a little bit of seasoning on it. And, and so, yeah. so I, I like kind of spicy things and Mexican type things. And so a little bit of Comino in there and um, cumin for the mm-hmm. white people. And then um, uh, I put like ancho chili powder and, and a little bit of oil in there. Oh, wow. gosh, it is just, that uh, good. it's the best. And, and I've always loved beans and rice um, mixed together and put on taco chip. I, and, and I, I <laughs> what, what, <laughs> is that weird? No, but it's like random random well so so now i'm trying all these different things with the rice the cauliflower rice and so um i also the right, the, right. the second thing i was going to say about it is you can get that stuff at heb uh prepackaged and stuff now you and, can and, i and, saw it the other yeah. day and i was like there's steven boom, staring boom. back at me well the, here's my deal <laughs> if it, it is changing the way i'm eating and yes a lot of it has been out there for a lot of long time for for a bunch of you more advanced types um, but for me and my girls and my family, um, it's just dramatically changed things. And so, um, we're, we're eating healthier and healthier all the time good. and I love good. it. I love it. And it tastes so good. I mean, you can do what yeah. it, it's easier to make than rice. What the heck is up with that? You know, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. so much healthier for you. So anyway, I'll give it a try since you have told me about it seven times. Yes. Now. Yes. And I'll, I'll have to get you guys some of the olive oil from the local ranch oh. that the it's re- they have some really really good olive oil yeah. caleb loves it get me so that's literally like on our dining table now um we got a little one of the little spinny deals that you put stuff in that's the lazy susan i i wouldn't really i don't want to disparage susan but um <laughs> i don't know i don't you know i don't i don't know that she deserves that but um um susan we're sorry um, I do, I do think that, um, Samantha owes you a public apology at some point, but, um, I was really just talking about the spinny thing on the table. So, but that's where we put our, our oils and stuff. And, um, and so, yeah, we have that the balsamic vinegar. Okay. And, moving um, on to emotional. I'm going to have to call your mother and get, moving on. figure out where that anger with Susan is. Um, emotional go ahead um, <laughs> my, my emotional thing is uh, a little thing little meme thing that I found on Pinterest too that, that I thought was really really good to remember it said be patient with yourself nothing in nature blooms all year so that kind of goes along with nice. um, what we were kind of the mom thing like to be you know be kind to yourself but it it goes along with us talking about, you know, you're, if you're constantly changing, um, that means that some things are going to be, are going to get worse before they get better right. or they're going to be hard. Just like right now going through counseling with myself and with my son is really hard and it is taking a toll on the days that I have counseling. Um, it, it's, 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 it's draining. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm having to deal with some, some stuff that I don't like. And so, um, anyway, I found that today and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Um, what does it say? Be patient with yourself. Yeah. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself because, um, change can be hard and it, you're not going to bloom all year long. So That's right. I really like that. That's right. I love it. That's good stuff. Um, mine is, um, uh, we've been without TV now for a year and a half. Oh, and, wow. Um, and so, that. yeah, we have a, the Roku. And so, I mean, we can still watch stuff. I, I, I but you know what? I, I haven't watched it, turned it on in probably a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to watch something here or there, but I just find that. It's not, um, doesn't, doesn't quite do it for me. We, I think we watched it last whenever we had like a family night where we watched a movie, you know, in, in the right. room and we were kind of all sitting in the bed together and made popcorn and then all the little shits left like food and salt and crap everywhere. So I woke up the next morning with like <laughs> imprints of popcorn on my <laughs> back and, you know, so I'm like, why, why does my skin taste salty? But, oh. Now, now we How know is why. this emotional? So, so, so no TV. That's that's the key. No TV, and so it's been um, it's hard for us because I realized that we were a little bit TV centric, like family. We we watched cooking shows and we watched a lot of athletic events, especially um, my middle kids, my middle two. Um, and I miss that. To be honest with you, I still miss watching that with them. But um, it gives you frees up a ton of time. Um, the girls read books all the time like crazy. I don't know that Stevie Kate would have gotten some of her reading awards and stuff that she did. Um, she she accomplished all of the reading uh, awards for the year, which I think she's only one of five kids to do that. And uh, she's my first kid to, to get whatever the designation is for nonfiction as well. And, um, and it's what I love about it is they go outside they lay in a hammock together. Sometimes I'll be walking around and I'm like, whoa. And there's two little girls in a hammock, you know, reading a book or doing, doing whatever they do. And it's funny if they have their phone on, they're like, look, dad, we're reading. Like, we're not playing games. You know, we're reading. Yeah. Um, they, they'll go and jump on the trampoline more and, and, uh, That's and good. Do that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's not perfect for everybody. I understand that. But for us, um, it has, it's one of those things that clears the mind. I, never ever ever watched uh the news um and that's a huge thing for me you know um i it's i'm not inundated with all the crap all the time yeah and um and like even on twitter i found myself to be i'm on twitter less because um there's more news and stuff that comes across there and i just i just don't uh so now I think I'm converting completely, Samantha. I think I'm going to convert to get me a, a Pinterest and have me some boards. And I'm going to have a, a, a wedding page and oh, um, uh, recipes for, you know. Casseroles. <laughs> Sunday evening. Yeah. Meals and casseroles and, and, and appetizers and 52 ways to cook cauliflower rice. How about that? If you get a a Pinterest of your own, I'll make myself cauliflower rice. Boom. Yeah. I I don't need one myself, but how about we do one for the, for the uh, motivation for your real life. And then it'll be something that, uh, that, that people could, I get, can people go and share onto our page or, or do you have to prove that? 
on Pinterest? Yeah. No, that's not how it works. Okay. That's not <laughs> like it's not like Facebook. Mm-mm. No. no. All right. Okay. Good. <laughs> it doesn't. You're, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, it do, you don't have a. You don't really have a page on Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. Per I know, se. I know so. you women like it. That's yes, what I know. That's. We'll just keep it at that for you. I mean, yeah. for your level. Just know that, you know, women like it. And I know you I'll, women. I'll set it up for you and you can act like you know about it. And there be you like, go. Don't have Pinterest, but I then know... leave, leave the conversation after that. <laughs> I know the female women like it, right? <laughs> Not the male women, the female women. All right. How are you doing on your 30-day challenge? Good. I'm doing good. It's getting better. Good. It's getting easier. Is it? What good about you? you? Uh, I've been doing good. I have, I did not... Um, you have a six pack yet? Oh hell no! But I did <laughs> not do um, do it on Sunday, um, and so and so my my thirty day challenge is incomplete. But the heart of the matter is still there, um, and um, and it's been. I mean, I don't know. It's been good. I tell you, the uh, the praying part is good for the soul. Yep. Uh, to remind you to to do that, and then the uh, the sit ups part. I mean, it's it's kind of um, it's. I want to do it. I need to do it. Um, so, you know. Okay. I mean, it's. I I like it. it, it it's because I'm. It's one of the things I'm not happy with about myself is that I'm not back into that working out thing yet. So, um, I, I want to. It's just, you know, hours in the day, and with, yeah. if we're honest, intentionally. It's like, I I feel like I have to choose. Do I want to do my other stuff, which is really good for my heart health and my, uh, my emotional and mental health? Um, Or um, do I spend time with the girls in the evenings or do I, um, which most days, even that is hard. So, I mean, as far as making the time. So I just have to be very intentional with it. Try to schedule stuff. That's the stuff that I've been, people I've been studying, they micro schedule um, their days. And so, um, uh, when you have kids, you can't always do that. You gotta, you gotta have more flexibility built in. Yeah, I'm but, just really, really shocked that you don't have more time in your day. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yes, One sir. day you'll figure it out. <clears throat> well, uh, to be honest with you, I, I, um, I think that I've already got it figured out in my head. It's just not working out in real life. Um, and so if everybody would just quit doing what the hell they're doing and, and kind of like work according to my schedule, things would be a whole lot better. Um, which reminds me of the new book coming out that we're writing called Narcissism. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, so wrapping things up, you know, we do this because um, we want to talk to everybody and speak to everybody uh, and encourage hope and um um, and 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 enjoy and goodness into your lives and so we hope that some of the some of the ideas that we've shared with you this evening have been a blessing we hope that um that the experiences that samantha shared with you about postpartum depression and her own stuff and the information we gave you whether it's for you or for somebody else right like we we hope that, that it is um helpful and then um you know, if you guys have ideas about something you'd love for us to uh, talk about or uh, to share about, um, if uh, I've said this before, if you feel strongly about something and you want to come on 
and be a guest and, uh, and tell your story. Um, we obviously can't just blanket say yes to everybody that, that, uh, that wants to come and do that. But, uh, uh, it, it definitely is something that we know, um, that this is about telling not just our story. It's, it's other people's stories, right? It's sharing about, I would say most of the stuff that we get, Samantha is ideas and thoughts that have come from somebody else. And so we're, uh, it's not like we are creating all of this. It's, it's more of life experience and, um, and what we find that speaks to us. Cool. Cool. Do you have anything else? Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, be kind, follow your light and be blessed. Yes. Be blessed. Yeah. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.